It's The Wow Show with your hosts, Donna Lyons and Elizabeth Ertel. This show will wow you up with some of the most fascinating guests from around the world. It will excite you, thrill you, amaze you, and bring you to your knees. The two blonde bombshells will electrify your wowness and raise your wow factor beyond limits you never expected. So let's get crazy and have some fun right here, right now on The Wow Show. And now it's time for your royal wownesses, Donna and Elizabeth. I am your host, Donna Lyons, coming to you live from Washington, D.C., right here on the Lions Radio Network with my beautiful co-host, Elizabeth Ertel. Hi, Elizabeth. Hello, darling. How are you, BFF? Hello, everybody worldwide. Hope you're having a great day. Yes, and that's another thing. We are on iHeartRadio, and we are also worldwide. We are global, and our top five countries this week are the United States, Canada, Australia, Germany, and Brazil. So thank you, listeners. We really appreciate it. We've just been growing leaps and bounds. Every week we have listeners from so many different countries, and we're just so proud of it. Thank you for sharing our episodes. But today, oh, my God, when I announced he was coming on our show, these ladies came out of the woodwork. (laughs) I have so many people emailing me. Oh, my God. I was getting, like, little fire flames and these little kissy marks and all my things when they saw his picture. And it is the one and only James Hyde, and he's a successful model and actor, and he's been in a multitude of iconic and shows and films, and I want to welcome him. Hi, James. You know, I almost feel that I should speak with a British accent because that introduction was so proper and so absolutely amazing. I think I should stay in character through the whole thing. Um, I just felt like, wow, what an intro. I was like, it's so proper. Uh, Anyway, hey, how are you guys? I'm in L.A. I'm driving in traffic. Imagine that. And thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Oh, you're welcome. We, you know what? I we really, you know, I I I've known who you were for a long time, and then all of a sudden, Young and the Restless came out, and I've watched that since I was a little girl, and it's like mine and Elizabeth. It's like our guilty pleasure, and so you know, I record <laughs> it, and I'll sit down and watch it. And you've been on since 2022, and obviously, people yep. that watch it know that you are no longer on there. Um, but that's right. Y- you were. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Stark, where did you go? What's happening? Are you coming back? <laughs> is this a, well, is this <laughs> let me tell you this. When I, I there's several um, Facebook pages that have they are fans of the Young and the Restless, right? And I watch what everybody yeah. says, and they have all these conspiracy theories about what's happening. That you might have a twin brother coming back. What's going on there? <laughs> well, you know, first and foremost, um, you know, when I uh, – it, it's been it's – been, because my last time on a daytime show was Passions, uh, which ended in 2009. And so it's been a while. And uh, when I, uh, I screen tested for Tucker, uh, didn't get it. And then they, they emailed me the next day saying, hey, we really like what you – 
what you had done and were thinking about writing in a new character, would you do it? And it said, we can only guarantee you one show. And uh, any time that there's a, there's, a, there's a write-in of a new character, I'm all over it because, you know, it, you can get in and, and just have fun and just see where it goes. And that's exactly what my frame of mind was. I said, I'm, I love the character. And, you know, mm-hmm. I got the one script. Of course, those were flashbacks with Susan, um, Diane. And then they started writing more. And the more they uh, ha- had wrote for me, the more I was like, wow, I, I could really have some fun with this character, right? And yeah. it just became, they were writing more and more and more. I went in for one show, and I ended up, I think, shooting over 70. Uh, I was blessed uh, to be able to work with Peter Bergman, Susan Walters, and, of course, Michelle Strafford. Uh, I was super lucky, you know, to work with these, these iconic uh, actors. So um, as far as Jeremy goes, when I initially got the, the final script, it was we, we had shot it in a different way than what was originally written. Uh, and when, of course, we go, I chase her into the bathroom, I come out, and there's somebody wrapped in a shower curtain. Uh, so, we didn't yeah. see who it was. And yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't know who it was. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, so, um, look, it, we, we all know what, I mean, look, I was on Passions for nine years. We know how out there that storylines can be. And, you know, and, and, look, everybody, I think, is if you've been on a soap, for a certain amount of time, you've died at least once. You've been married <laughs> multiple times. And passions I had at the end, I think I had like 20 kids. Uh, I had to yeah, get a bus yeah. for all my kids. You know, so they kept popping up every year. I'd have another kid. I was like, what? How many kids do I have? Sam Bennett was like a busy guy, you know. And so with that said, I think that um, – I, I mean, I think, I don't know, uh, I think that one of the things they wanted to do was, I think with every character, I mean, look, it gives them the liberty to go down the line and look at it and go, wait, wait a second, you know, that storyline. We and, and, and like you said, I usually don't do, uh, I won't read social media because people can be really mean and whatever. Right. But one day, this was like, uh, I think it was in December when when uh, I was really getting engulfed in this character, and there was a uh, 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 the Young and the Restless News or whatever, and it was talking about Jeremy Stark. So there was like a thousand comments. So yeah. I reluctantly started scrolling down, <laughs> and I got to be honest with you, it was 95% so supportive, loving the character. And I, I got to be honest with you, from Instagram and and, and Twitter and uh, Facebook, I, I've I've had a super super positive response. People loved it. They hate. They loved it as well. They love to hate me, which is which is a goal when you play a villain. Um, you know, you 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 want to be that villain that you you love to hate them. You know. Yeah. So it's it's been an amazing response. I mean, so I, I've I've had. But at the moment, we can just say Jeremy Stark is is no longer. Wink, wink. We don't know. 
<laughs> so. Well, it's funny. I and I was thinking to myself, you know, if you were this ugly guy and you were really mean the way you were in this, you know, in Y and R, this character you play, I, they, people would hate you. But it's because I'm telling you, these women spoon all over you. I, I watch their comments; it's hilarious, <laughs> and they love you. And yeah. I'm thinking it's because he's this good-looking guy. You can get away with it. And I noticed that with another guy I interviewed a while back, who's a good-looking Hispanic guy, is J.T. Campos. He played uh, Boaz Jimenez on Queen of the South, the series Queen of the South. And I've interviewed him quite a few right. times. We're good friends. And I said, it's just amazing how the women just swoon all over him because he's this good-looking Hispanic guy. And he and he's mean as mud. He shoots everybody and kills them. And he just gets away with it. And all the women are going, oh, but he's so... He's so handsome. <laughs> here's, 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 here's what I loved about the comments, and it, I, I felt very, um, uh, I felt very humbled. Is look, I know because you know I've been, I was on Passions, and I, I had uh, you know the same kind of comments. The difference is this time with Y and R, there were so many people. They were saying the good-looking thing, whatever, but there was mm-hmm. the majority of the people were saying, great actor, great job. That means more to me than, hey, yep. wow, you're such a great-looking guy. Because, you know, in, in, the, in the craft, the craft is, should come first, you know. And oh, I was so blessed by all of those comments. Yeah, and that, that made it special for me is that then – uh, because somebody asked me the other day, I did an uh, Instagram Live, which I've done two of those. I just did it uh, because there was a lot of questions about Jeremy, and I just wanted to, to answer some. But uh, one of the questions, um, I'm trying to think. I just lost my train of thought there for a second. <laughs> um, and I'll get it back. But anyway, uh, you said Queen of the South, which is going to stimulate me to go over a little bit because I shot La Reina del Sur which is Queen of the South with Kate Castillo in Colombia last year. And it aired on Telemundo. Now, May 17th, is uh, La Reina del Sur is going to be televised on Netflix, May 17th. I shot five episodes for them. And I play, funny enough, I play an English, uh, an East Enda, uh, and I play a, a money launderer. Uh, uh, and it's based, because... The show, La Reina del Sur, starts off in Mexico, goes to uh, uh, Bolivia, uh, Peru, then it goes to Colombia, and then it goes to Argentina. Uh, and I was uh, blessed uh, to go shoot that, and, and I really enjoyed it. So I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Queen of the South because the funny story is when I got my um, – I had to do an audition, and so I started watching Queen of the South. And, right. and, and my manager, Joe Padilla, was like, James, read the paper. Because when you get a paper, the show is written across your your sides. And I looked down, I was like, because uh, Lorena del Sur means Queen of the South. But mm-hmm. I thought it was the Queen of the South, the, the, the ones you're speaking of. Oh. And, oh. <laughs> or Lorena Sur. Anyway. I had to share that with you. I'm very happy about that. May 17th, Netflix. It's it's, uh, it's a great show. Kate Castillo is uh, is an amazing actress, and uh, um, 
so yeah, I just wanted to say that. I will make sure we put that in the. Uh, I'll put the link to that when we uh, post the show um, online, and I'll send you uh, a link as well. Now, one quick question before I hand it yeah. over to Elizabeth, really quick. I saw that you were in the military. That's awesome. How long were you yes. in for? Yes. Uh, so, I have a, a quick story. You know, my uh, I come from a small town, Lancaster, Ohio. Uh, my dad worked in the fat ankle hawking glass for like 40 years. My mom was a country western musician. She had her own band, Jill Hyde and the Bel Airs. And uh, as a kid, I was uh, there. Was, we had five of us. Uh, I always used to go and watch my mom perform. And um, so my two brothers, uh, my one brother went in the army, uh, and I I graduated from high school at 17, kind of thinking I was going to play basketball at the community college, which is right at the end of our town. And, and I, in my mind, I'm like, you know what? There's something more than this. And I, I didn't know what, but then one day I woke up by myself. Uh, I went by myself down and I joined the military and I had a woman there that she kind of looked, you know, I think she was looking out for me and she comes out and she says, well, if you sign up today, um, you know, uh, you're, you're going to be stationed in Hawaii. And I couldn't sign fast enough. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, at, 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 17, at 17 years old, I went to boot camp, Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. And let me tell you something, I grew up real fast. Uh, and then uh, I went to Fort Sam Houston, Texas for my advanced individual training. And then I was stationed in Hawaii at Triple Army Medical Center, where I worked in the hospital for three and a half years, and uh, on the orthopedic and the neurology. Uh, and so it was uh, it was amazing. I'm glad I, I I'm glad I did that. It really set me up for what was next in my life. Um, I stayed in Hawaii for two more years after, and that's where I started modeling. And then. Um, and that's what took me to Australia. I literally bumped into Peter Chadwick. Peter Chadwick was my introduction to modeling, uh, and he brought me over to Australia. What an incredible man. Uh, what an incre incredible experience that I had. And I thought, oh, my God. I, I, in my mind, I'm like, this. okay, you got to go back to 1985. Right. 84. And, and I thought to myself, you can make a living doing this? And and and, and the, I was like, I'm all in. I'm in, you know. So I went over to Australia. I, was, I spent six months in Sydney, six months in Melbourne. And uh, I had the most amazing experience. And then after uh, Australia, I went directly to London, and I lived in London for about four years. Um, and then, you know, I, tr I based myself in London, and, of course, I did – uh, uh, all of the shows uh, in London and Paris and, and Milan. And uh, so, yeah, and then I met my uh, my wife. I met her in Madrid, Spain. She was walking down the street, and I asked my buddy Kavika. Uh, I said, Kavika, who's that? She said, hey, it's Sue Ling, but she has a boyfriend. And I go, well, I'm just going to go over and say hello, you know. So I go over, you know, I got my, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm like, I said, hey, how are you? My name's Nate, you know, speaking kind of fast. And she, and I go back and he goes, how'd it go? And I go, 
it bad. She didn't even say a word. And and he was like, oh, shit. So I saw her at Club Pasha, which was a massive club in, in Madrid. And I'm dancing, you know, trying to do my best moves. And we connected a little bit. But anyway, I, I had to go back. This is before this is before cell phones. Uh, I I left. Um, so I uh, I left a message at, for, at her agency. She called me back, but I had already left Madrid and went to the Canary Islands to do a job, and then I went straight back to London, so I didn't see her. So um, a year went by, and within that year, she met another friend of mine, Michael uh, Michael Carr. God rest his soul, he's passed away, but in Paris. And, you you know, models back in the day, would you, you would have, uh, like, the, your little agenda books. And in your agenda books, you'd have these pull Like, back in the day when, when they, the, uh, it wasn't digital, they had to shoot Polaroids as their tests. So you would test the lighting so they always shoot Polaroids. And we would have those as kind of mementos, and it would be a story you could tell. She, he opens it up, and she goes, oh, my God, that's James, that's – that's the guy I'm looking for. And he goes, oh, yeah, I, I have his number. He, he's in London. I'll give you the number. Um, she calls uh, the, the number in London. I had already left to come to L.A. in 89 because I, you know, I was like, okay, I'm ready. I want to start acting and whatever. Um, and she calls, and, and I sublet it. And the guy was like, yeah, you went to – so she's like, I'm never going to see him again. So I came to L.A., and then uh, the shows were happening. So I went back to London, straight down to Milan. And I'm walking down the street, and I see Su Ling again. And I said, "What? Oh my God!" I said, "What are you doing tonight?" And we've been together ever since. Oh, that's beautiful! Beautiful! You guys are a beautiful couple. Yeah. Oh you my God! Certainly are. Yeah. And I don't. Thirty-three listen. years. You had a couple so questions, uh... huh? What was that? You had a couple questions. I do. I have a couple questions, James. Okay. I yes. want to go back to some of your previous roles. Now, you've just talked about your new one that's coming out on Netflix, which is going to be incredible. I mean, you've done, like, CSI, yeah. Crime Scene, Sex in the City, yeah. a lot of other movies. Uh, and you, uh, so yeah. what would your, was there a favorite character that you had por- portrayed? And if you can pick one, what made it stand out? What that one character, how did that make that? What stood out in your mind? Um. Well, uh, wow, it's it's hard to answer because there's a few, uh, and okay. for different reasons. Um, well, the one that was a game changer for me uh, if, in my life, um, I went up to, uh, I shot a show, Another World, in New York, and I moved from Miami Beach up to New York, and it was, we shot it in Brooklyn. The show ended, uh, you know, after me being there for a year. I had a three-year contract, but... Um, and the show didn't didn't go on, and uh, so I was I was in New York, and I was like, "What am I going to do?" And I go, "I can't go back to Miami Beach because now, this was in 1994. Uh, I'm I'm in it now. I'm not. There's no turning back. Meaning, <laughs> I didn't want to go back to Miami Beach and 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 you know and try to stay in the modeling and and everything like that. I was ready to grind it out, and I went to a couple of classes. Uh, I audited a couple classes in New York. Uh, uh, Sheila Gray, uh, 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 Tatum O'Neill was actually funny enough in my class. Uh, and, um, and I ended up going to Anthony Apeson. Anthony Apeson was a godsend for me. 
And uh, at the end of that, there was a guy who came up, and I went down to Miami Beach, shot the show. But the game changer for me in my life was Passions. Uh, and I loved the character. Uh, I loved, you know, whatever. Uh, and that was kind of like the catapult me into security. As, mm-hmm. as an actor, I was able to, you know, get, I was married and, you know, have a son. And it was job security, which is so important for us. Uh, and, uh, but, but the one, the, the one role uh, uh, that, I, that I loved was uh, on 2018, I was cast in a show called Menarca, um, which, was, um, uh, which was on Netflix. Uh, Selma okay. Hayek executive produced, and um, so I I was in limbo at the time. Uh, th- there was, you know, I I was doing some stuff here and there, um, and it was it was, and that. So I read for it. My my uh, my uh, my. I have two managers. Uh, my other manager, Joe Benia, who who's my uh, more of the of the Latin world. Um, called me up and he says, Hey, I got this. I have this, um, this role that I want you to read for. And no one heard of the show before Selma Hayek was executive producing. And, uh, and I said, okay, I'll do it. And, uh, lo and behold, I read and, you know, we had to negotiate the price was, uh, 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 wasn't right. Anyway, Martin Ross, I played a gringo that is married to a rainy and we met in, uh, in, in Texas. And the storyline goes where she goes back home. Uh, the, so the show was predominantly in, in Spanish. It was only my character and my family that spoke English. Um, but that role for me really put me in Lemon Films was the production company, Selma Hayek executive producer. That, I knew, put me on another level. I thought, wow, mm-hmm. this production is super, super good. The actors were f- amazing. And uh, that's what kind of catapulted me back into in the game, you know. And mm-hmm. I've never stopped. So 2018, uh, I started working with Monarca. I started doing all of these Lifetime movies, Um and uh, and and then I I, I I went to I was in I was in Mexico I was all over Mexico shooting, and then I came back here I was shooting with the Oklahoma shot a movie, and then uh, I went to uh, Colombia and I shot uh, La Reina del Sur. But the, the Martin Ross was there's three so Mar, uh, uh, Sam Bennett at Passions put me it, it catapulted me into a good space it's good space in my life. Mm-hmm. Then Martin Ross and Monarca, because it was such a great character, a great production, put me really, really on a high level back in the game. And then, of course, uh, Jeremy Stark uh, at uh, uh, Young and the Restless. So I would say in my career, there's probably been three. And, you know, I've been doing this for, you know, since 93. Those are Those are three that I could say that were that were uh, monumental for me for Fabulous. different reasons you, but yeah and you created yeah. you're creating layers upon layers of of creativity uh and like you said you know when people say oh wow he was that's a re- he was really good in that well no he was great but he he created that character and you believed that character that's what a great actor does 
and you you know you'd be proud of that. Well, reading. Well, here's what happens when you get. Here's what happened with Jeremy and the and the Narca is, you you grab it, and you're you're. Uh, so yeah, somebody asked me the other day, do you watch your performances? And I think that um, sometimes you can't watch the performances until it's done. And then when it airs, you can watch it. But with, with soaps, you're able to watch your shows as you're ongoing because we shoot a month ahead. And it's very important for me to, uh, to watch because am I doing – is it effective? Am I, mm-hmm. Is this character being effective with the other actors and the storyline with you? Are you doing what you want to do? And is it resonating with, with people? And with mm-hmm. Jeremy, I grabbed it and I said, I want to play it. I want to play him like this. And it was just, it, you know, it was just happening organically. I was like, wow, this guy is really kind of in me. And I'm really identifying with this guy. So, um, like I said, sometimes you can watch it like Dave, but sometimes you shoot a production and then when it airs is when you get to see it. Um, mm-hmm. So, and you're right. I mean, I told my son who wants to get in this business, 18 years old. I said, the difference between you and I is that I've lived, you know, I'm 60 years old. I've been all over the world. I've, I've been in the military. I was in a freaking dead or alive. Uh, I, I did two tours with them when I was in London. I mean, I've lived, I've lived. You you've lived. have to have an imagination because you, unless you've lived it, you have to use your imagination to create the character. So Meisner and Strasburg, anyway, that's a, another whole story, but mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it, yeah, I have to say that, you know, uh, Don and I talked about The Young and the Restless, both watching it. Uh, it's a, been a guilty pleasure forever, and you've done an amazing job with the role. Now, I do have Thank one you. other question. I know you so that you are super into fitness and, you know, the healthy diet. Donna and I are very much yep. believers in that uh, control and, and eating healthy um, where we're at in life as well. Can you share, is there any tips, anything that you would say would be your top, um, the positive things to to make you move forward to healthy eating, um, guiding other people that kind of need to go in that direction? Here's the thing that when my wife and I, we traveled, um, we, like, we're not junk food people. Uh, we, I mean, my son used to have, people come over our house and we were the, we were the worst family because we were the non-snack family. Uh, (laughs) You know, um, I try, I mean, listen, I don't, I don't eat McDonald's burger. I don't eat none of that crap. Um, And it's been for a long time. Uh, Of course, when you live in LA, you once in a blue moon, you might do an in and out protein style, but I've never eaten cheese. I don't like butter. Um, I've never, never liked it. Um, and the other thing is this, is when you're in your, you know, 20s and 30s and 40s, you, you kind of put exercise first. Uh, as you move into your 50s, and, you know, I, I just turned 60, is that you have to flip it so your diet has to go first. Of course, you have to exercise. But I think as you get older, your metabolism, of course, slows down. You're not as active mm-hmm. as you used to be. Um, but I think your diet, you really have to pay attention. Um, my wife and I love, we love red wine. Um, we, we, we have a glass, you know, sometimes we have 
come, you know, you know, every day or whatever. But and sometimes we 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 do something that we have some wine for a little while and then we cut it off. We'll start on a Monday and we'll go a month with uh, with no alcohol, um, mm-hmm. and 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 that really helps because I think that if you're if you are having beers or you know scotches and things on a daily basis you have to be able to cut it off and go a period and not have have any um and that helps um mm-hmm. but staying active i think is the most important thing because you have to make it a lifestyle meaning it's got to be part of you uh hey what are you doing today well uh monday wednesdays and fridays uh i go to this thing called barry's boot camp and I swear by it. I've been doing it for years, and it's an hour of 30 minutes cardio, 30 minutes, two body parts. And it's mm-hmm. if you can do that class, I took my son who's 18 who thinks he's the, you know, great athlete and whatever, and I said, come with me to Barry's one day. And he came with me, and he was like, Dad, that mm-hmm. is hard. Uh, so <laughs> I try to, of course, stay active as much as I can, and I try to eat well. I don't eat a lot of fried foods. Um, a lot of salads, um, but you know, uh, but my wife's a great, great cook, um, and uh, we eat it, we eat in a lot, um, um, but yeah, so I, I try to do that, uh, and that's that's important for me. I I agree with that, and I get in a lot of trouble for I make a, a veggie drink, and it's just like spinach water or spinach and cucumbers and celery, and people look at me and go, no, nah, I'm not doing that. And I'm going, well, you choose what you want to do. <laughs> it works for me. I like this. So, oh, that's fabulous. Any, so your guilty treat would be maybe a glass of wine, or is there something else would be a little guilty treat that you like? Um, you know, I, I don't, I mean, we don't eat a lot of ice cream, uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, like my wife will go to Whole Foods and she has these like little cookies that are cinnamon inside with uh, with icing on top. Uh, <laughs> and, and those are amazing. The black and white uh, cookies uh, mm-hmm. that, that we have with the frosting on top, those are those are great. So uh, I tend to, you know, have some of those sometimes. But it's a little you know. treat. Yeah. But it's hard, hard, guys. Man. It's, hard. You know, listen, I yeah. to say this. We are running out of time, <laughs> and yeah. I want to thank you so much for coming on, James. This has been a blast, and I hope that, you know, maybe in a couple months you'll come back on again and tell us everything that's going on with you. We'd love to have you back. Absolutely. Well, thank you. First, thank you so much for having me on. I so much appreciate it. You guys were amazing, uh, and I would love to come back. I mean, this, this was this was amazing. Thank you again so much. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, and thank you for taking the time out. And um, please give our best to your wife and your son, and um, and keep playing that Jeremy Stark. I'm telling you, if you come back on, we're we're all there. You are fantastic at that. So real Character. quick, I was trying to figure out what would Jeremy Stark's brother's name be, twin brother. I said, well, it's easy, James Stark. There it, there it is. Yeah, Jeremy and James. James is going to hunt down my brother because he's done some. Yeah, yeah, James Stark. See, you didn't tell us anything. That is the number one one conspiracy theory out there with all these um, the people that watch the show. They think it's going to be a twin brother coming back and that you are definitely gone, and now the twin brother is coming back. And maybe the twin brother will be really nice. You never know. You never know. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, and I and I think I think that he's he's searching his for his brother because you know <laughs> there's some sort of a family thing or or whatever, and then he discovers who did or who did my brother in, and then it could have a whole storyline based on that. But you know, I, yeah, there's been so many things. You know, when they go to if he's buried, they go to the grave. He's not there. Oh my God, where is he? Uh, he's back or. <laughs> There's a twin or whatever. There's so many things, so many things. Yeah. So, well, we'll be watching. And yeah. thank you so much again. And I hope you have a great <laughs> rest of your day. And, again, James, thank you for your service. Yes, James, thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Oh, my God, my pleasure. Thank you guys so much. Have a, have a blessed day, you guys. Thank you, you, you so too. much. You Bye-bye. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Everyone, that was James Hyde. What a blast. BFL, oh, thank yeah. you so much. What a great show. He's he's so much fun. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was fabulous. Yeah, let's let's get him back on when, you know, the next thing happens with him on the young and the restless. Yeah. Not that he said anything because he Stark. doesn't say. Yeah, I think we've come up with the name. It's gonna be James Stark. <laughs> yes, James Stark. <laughs> Interview is so much fun. He's a great guy. So yeah. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Again, we appreciate all of you. Thank you for being worldwide. Keep listening and sharing our episodes. We appreciate all of you. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you, everybody, and we love to make you smile. Wow. <laughs> love you, BFF. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.